0: What you're about to hear is from interviews that occurred during the May 2023 graduation reception for Native and Indigenous students. The interviews were conducted by former student producer Lily Rand. In this episode, you'll hear from Mark Cedar. Mark is Assistant Director for Outdoor Adventures. He supported the the end-of-the-year student-led Outdoor Adventures trip to Anza Borrego.
1: Before we get into any of these questions that you may be considering, um, was there any Thing tonight that brought you here to want to speak a little bit more? Was there anything the panelists said or just an experience that you had that made you want to come forward?
0: I think it was an invite to come. <laughs> and I think specifically to speak from the OA perspective, but I think I think the OA perspective, I mean, it doesn't start, but my perspective is part of that. And it, I was really just thinking a lot about um, a student. I used to teach high school in Maine, And it was an alternative high school with kids who were basically just ruining traditional classrooms. And so this was 2003, 2002. And there was a student, Casey, who was Native American. And I just really just remember the conversations and the experience and just was wondering, like, what he's doing Mm -hmm. today. And um, just really thinking about the hardships when they were talking about what was school like for them. And um, one of the stories that I remember from him was just well he you know was doing really well in our class and then we had a parent teacher conference and his dad wasn't in the picture and his mom showed up drunk and he didn't come to school for the next week because he was really embarrassed and i think it was just really thinking about just like how hard school can be and how much harder it is when you're excluded and and so just was kind of wondering like what he's doing it's been like a lot of what was going on in my head afterwards and just really appreciating the stories that people were sharing up there
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with me. Um, just from my own curiosity. So you say you're with outdoor adventures and also staff. Are you a professor here as well? Or, or are my, you just out-
0: my main role is administrator, but <laughs> okay. I teach adjunct as okay. well in the school of leadership.
1: Cool. 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 So what is, um, outdoor adventures doing with the, the office of the tribal liaison and native students?
0: I think um, our relationship. One, I mean, we're bringing students outside and trying to connect them with their with nature and and connect them as part of a community. And so this dates back to Percy when she was here and trying to partner and figure out how we have um, out or we have outcomes that overlap and can we like better utilize our resources and. She was an advocate, helping to come in and do training with our student leaders. And we'd pre-COVID had gotten to a point where we were doing stu- we were doing trips where we were inviting native students on those trips. And then COVID happened, and then there was transition. And so was really excited. Sami knows I tell her this all the time of just how excited she was. We were when she came to USD, and we've just been kind of building a relationship since you know probably her first couple weeks on the job. So, I think part of what I really enjoy doing is getting people off campus and helping them connect in community. And I think really seeing the importance of bringing identity groups outdoors so that, you know, you can almost like check off identity as being something you're concerned about because everybody um, is sharing that identity and then creating a space where those conversations around the challenges and ways to support one another are happening in nature when we have, you know, all those healing powers of. It's, you know, being in awe over sunsets and struggling with each other and having joy around the campfire and all those things that are, I think, just enhanced when you're outdoors.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't, I didn't know that partnership existed, so mm. that's really amazing. Um, in your effort to reach out to Native students um, to get them involved in outdoor adventures, what kind of challenges have you faced in maybe that community building?
0: I think <clears throat> the. I think the, I mean, a lot of the challenges are around like, I think distrust and really just like building relationships is like really important. Um, so. Is it doesn't matter that I have an interest in wanting to facilitate this. If people don't know what we do or how we do it or why we do it, or they just don't trust, you know, an administrator at USD, then it becomes a barrier. And so I think, you know, being able to partner with Sami and be able to like create relationships and build relationships within the communities that, uh, that we're working with, I think is really critical. And so, um, so I think, you know, whether it's, you know, Working with Sami or working with other partners on campus that have, you know, real relationships with the different student communities on campus is something that we're looking to continue to partner with because we know that once students are kind of within our program, like a lot are having a really great experience, especially when it's an identity trip, um, But it's also hard when it's one native student or one student of color, you know, in a majority white trip that um, a lot of those same barriers or those same microaggressions or the same discomforts can be happening on a trip that we see that it's often not the case when it is an identity trip.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's not only, you know, bringing people to you, but also as like a white student at USD, it's like, what can we do as well Mm -hmm. to make it more inclusive and more, um, open and welcome to all everyone. So,
0: and we have one of our, you know, participants and, and, and student guides, uh, Robbie's graduating today and it, like his native identity was not something that I was even aware of until after, you know, until his junior year, mm-hmm. I became aware of, but he was in our program for two years and it just wasn't something that kind of was even on my radar of kind of who he was.
1: Yeah. For sure. And then kind of similar to that, um, but you mentioned that transformational moment for you when you taught in it was Maine, mm-hmm. right? Um, was there anything like that here at USD that any experiences or stories that really kind of opened your eyes to the native student experience?
0: So this was a trip that we did. It was the last trip we did before everything shut down with COVID. Mm-hmm. And we um had a student, Micah, who joined us. Um, she was um, an employee in the tribal liaison's office, was a student from, indigenous student from North Dakota, who had gone to boarding school in California, and was, I think, a junior, a sophomore or a junior at the time. And she was the only indigenous student on the trip. And this trip was, um, went to National parks. It went to tribal parks. It went to national monuments, um, Bureau of Land Management. Really, we were focused on land management and what that looks like and what that feels like, and you know, and had just really great conversations in the evenings. And I think I remember like one point where we were, you know, had gone to the Grand Canyon and gone to Zion National Park, and it was like really touristy, and we were in um, Monument Valley, which is a tribal park in northeast. Arizona. And, um, you know, there were, there were just, you know, dogs roaming around and the students were just like kind of confused are these like strays or what's going on. And she's like, no, it's res dog. And like, kind of just like started explaining to students, like what a res dog was. And then like, everybody was like, like really excited about just like having that glimpse into kind of like this experience she had and what knowledge she had. And, um, and then in that evening, like she was really just talking about, she's like, I'm from South Dakota, like, it's flat, like, you walk out the house and, like, dogs don't run away because you can see them for miles. And she's like, but how it really felt like home being on, which is on um, Danae land there, and just how she was making that connection to just being on the res, feeling home for her. And um, just thinking how important those conversations are for students to have on a peer-to-peer level in a way that is not um, – you know, like an extra burden on our Native students, but a way that like they can like share about their lived experience in a way that um, our, you know, non-Indigenous students can, you know, just build relations with the person, but then also start to learn a little bit more about the depth of what their lived experience was like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you want to add or... Any insight?
0: (laughs) No, but I think that's the best question to ask at the end of every (laughs) interview. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think I would just add add just, you know, how appreciative I am for Sami to, you know, continually to build relationships and kind of like show her vulnerability. and, And I think that is what really attracts people to her. And so I think she's doing this her way. And I think it's a really special thing to see on our campus.
1: Yeah. Agreed. She's been great. Awesome. Well, thank you very much.
0: Thank you.